Jesus said to his disciples, Stay awake, for you do not know which day your Lord will come. Be sure of this. If the master of the house had known the hour of night when the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and not let his house be broken into. So too you also must be prepared, for now or you do not expect the Son of Man will come. Who then is the faithful and prudent servant, whom the master has put in charge of his household, to distribute to them their food at proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on his arrival finds doing so. Amen, I say to you, he will put him in charge of all his property. But if that wicked servant says to himself, My master is long delayed, and begins to beat his fellow servants, and eat and drink with drunkards, the servant's master will come on an unexpected day, at an unknown hour, and will punish him severely, and assign him a place with the hypocrites, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Each priest at his ordination promises to pray the Liturgy of the Hours, which is, well, this is a four-volume book that looks like this. And the first prayer that we are to pray each day, or you can pray at any point throughout the day up until evening prayer, is from the Office of Readings, and the Office of Readings includes oftentimes special readings, and in particular on this day, there's a portion from the Last Testament of St. Louis of France, King of France, a testament to his son, that he leaves his son as he is preparing for the end of his life and to pass off power to his son, that I would always, I've always thought about sending this out to every single parent in the parish because it's a beautiful letter overall, but the opening paragraph in particular has always struck me. He writes, My dearest son, my first instruction is that you should love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your strength. Without this, there is no salvation. Keep yourself, my son, from everything that you know displeases God, that is to say, from every mortal sin. You should permit yourself to be tormented by every kind of martyrdom before you would allow yourself to commit a mortal sin. These lines are a reminder that First and foremost, what one should fear is ultimately to sin against God first and foremost. There is another saying from St. Dominic Salvio that says, death before sin. This is an indication to us of the great offense that sin is, and in particular, mortal sin. It is something that we have forgotten in our modern church. There is such a thing as deadly sin that St. John himself, it's from Scripture, that indicates to us that sin is deadly. It causes the life of God given to us in baptism to be extinguished. And so whenever the Lord exhorts us to stay awake, he is telling us to avoid that which leads to the death, the sleep of the soul, which ultimately results in us being separated from God, at least now and if we die in such a state for all of eternity. These are hard sayings, but it's something that we need to hear. It is something that those who do not come to Mass need to hear. Those who have not heard the Gospel need to hear. We are literally talking about life and death. Not perhaps in a physical sense, but in a spiritual sense. And that is actually even more terrifying and more deadly and more destructive than anything that anyone can do to the body. 
Mortal sin is anything that directly contradicts and acts against the Ten Commandments. And we see many different forms of those sins rampant in our society. Thou shalt not kill. Abortion. And even to an extent, St. Thomas Aquinas included gossip and slander in the similar category to thou shalt not kill. Lust. Our young people are exposed at a younger and younger age to the evils of adult entertainment. Age 8 is the average age at which they're exposed now. So many mortal sins run rampant in our society, and we do nothing. We stand by. And it is something that we ourselves, first and foremost, reform starts at home. And by home, I mean our own hearts. Do we truly resist sin to the point of shedding blood, as we heard this past weekend from the letter to Hebrews? Do we really and truly fight against sin that strongly? Sin is something to be resisted with the utmost of our wills, but also with the utmost desire to rely upon God for his strength. May we, like St. Louis, exhort one another to not fall to mortal sin and to prefer death to it, so that we ultimately might one day come to the life of blessed in heaven, where Jesus Christ will welcome us as his brother or sister into his Father's heavenly kingdom.